You're listening to season two of Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, performers, and kids. Kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it so interesting and fun and sometimes strange. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, Sarah's mom and director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's Let's cue the music. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Kids Cue the Music. I am your host, Rebecca Lane. You're not the host. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the co-host, Rebecca Lane. And I am the co-host, Arlene. And we have a half guest, I guess. A half guest. Oh, a half co-host, you mean? Yeah. Terps. Terps drives me a little bit crazy, but Terps seems to be making an appearance in most episodes lately, so... Mm-hmm. Well, not lately. He just started. Anyway, we have a very special guest with us today, and the guest's name is Olivia. Olivia, are you there? Yep, I'm here. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Yeah. Welcome to our show. So, Olivia has recently been in an opera composed by Métis and French composer Ian Cusson called Phantasma. And today we want to learn all about the fun experience of being in an opera. So I'm really excited to hear about that. But first, Olivia, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, what grade you're in, and what instrument or instruments you play? So I'm Olivia, and I'm nine years old. I'm in grade four at Claude Watson School for the Arts. And I play a quint or a mini bassoon. I didn't know that you played a quint. I thought you played a bassoon. Wait, what's a quint? But I was on bassoon. Well, what is a quint, Olivia? So, bassoon, there are different types of bassoon. Mm -hmm. So, there's the smallest one, which is an octave. Okay. Then there is the quint, which I play. Then there's the quart, and then the actual bassoon, and then the contrabassoon, and then the contrabass bassoon. So, the quint is a kind of bassoon. Yes. It's just it- a smaller version for kids. Oh, so it's like a mini version of a bassoon. Yeah. Or one of the many minis of the it's, bassoon. It's a fifth higher than a normal bassoon. Which makes sense because usually things that are smaller sound higher. Or higher. Oh, very interesting. Okay, I have so many questions about this. Do you end up playing all of them as you get older and bigger? No. So, so far, since I'm smaller, I can't play an adult bassoon. So I play the quint. The reason why I don't start off with octave is because it's hard on the lungs. Mm. And so we start off with a quint only. And then as you get older, you can either choose to stay on the quint until you're old enough to go to a real bassoon or you can go to the court and then the bassoon. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking on going, since they're just the same figure in the quint and the bassoon, we're thinking on going from the quint to the bassoon. Mm-hmm. But they are different Pipes, obviously, and then some of them will have different fingerings, and some of them will have the same, and they obviously also sound all different. So it's like getting a bigger violin each year. You could get one, or or I guess since the cello is big version of the violin, it goes lower. It's similar to that, yes, because with violins you start with small mini ones, and then they get bigger. But it sounds like with oh, the yeah, quint going the to a bassoon, they actually play different notes. Is that true, or the one or you don't have the pin? They have as many notes, I think. 
I have not learned as many as my teacher has, <laughs> yeah, but I'm catching up to him.、Mm, And the one disadvantage to having a quint instead of a bassoon is that there are keys that are missing. Ah,、uh, mm, okay. like that mini trumpet I had. So a whisper key, for example, is one of the keys, but I、oh. don't have that, so that's why I'm not playing the bassoon right now. It's shipped in Peterborough to get a、oh. whisper key. Oh, but that's a different story. Yes, I, I feel like there are so many stories here, and we didn't bring you on the podcast to talk about quints and bassoons, although that is really cool. Yes, I think、yeah. we need to go on to the separate questions. We need to go on to the questions about opera, yeah, because opera. you also sing, I believe. Is that correct?、Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And as- oh, I was like half right. How did you get started on your instrument? So I got started on my instrument because I was very lucky. And my father was in the summer project with the NYO, and so I was able to listen to an orchestra rehearsal. He was not conducting it, but I got to listen to an orchestra rehearsal. I I used to play the violin, and on the way home, I was like, I want to play the flute, and that is like, <laughs> and so. What instrument does your dad play? My dad actually sings, conducts. And does a little bit of guitar. Okay, cool.、But、All right, continue、much. on with your story. That was just <laughs>、so、not the flute, wa- though. He doesn't play the flute. No. So we watched some stuff on the internet, and I just randomly started giving them grades <laughs> out of n- out of nothing, just grades. And the highest instrument that got a grade was actually the bassoon. And so we talked to the only bassoonist that we actually knew. Which was Fraser Jackson, which is my bassoon teacher. He plays in the Toronto Symphony. Excellent. And we talked to him, and eventually we got my bassoon. That's so cool. And he knew all about quints and everything. And he was like, "Yeah, starting when you're." Actually,、you're... he didn't. He just told <laughs> us to go onto the thing of this website that brings us to a shop in Amsterdam. He was like, "Yeah, go buy a bassoon. No problem." You know, because bassoons are too big, right? Bassoons are really big. Yeah, they're very big、yes. instruments. Yes, bassoon is way taller than me, and that's why I can't play it. Yeah. So we went to the site and we looked at it, and finally we got my bassoon. Excellent. That's so cool. And you were just like, "This is my instrument." And then it's been up and down. Oh, like Chase was like, "Oh, you bought my cello." Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's brother was similar. He saw a cello and he was like, "Oh, that's my cello." No, no. But he was he quite did, small. No, he really wanted to play a cello. And then, like, my mom brought back like a cello for summer camp. Yeah, we for, had cellos. So we've、camp. told the story many times on the podcast. We have. Yes, I guess we're into it now. We might as well、know. finish it. He was like, "Oh, you you bought my cello. You found my cello." He said when、oh, he saw it. He saw a little cello, and he was only like two or three. And he was like, "You found my cello." And so then we knew he was going to be a cellist. But it sounds like you knew when you saw bassoons, you were like rating all the instruments, giving them grades when you were looking at them, like symphony concerts and online and stuff. And you're like, bassoon, yeah, that's the one for me. And that's so funny because I think a lot of people. Don't even really know what a bassoon looks like, and haven't really even noticed them in orchestras before. But you were like, "No, that's that's mine." Yeah. So a bassoon actually is a tall wooden instrument, and it's a woodwind, obviously. Very cool instrument. Yeah. So part of the woodwind family, as you mentioned, and one of the largest and lowest, I think, the largest and lowest、yes. woodwind instrument, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a very important part of the orchestra. It's basically a piece of. Wood 
it's the top, it's the bell where the lowest nut comes out from. And then it goes all the way to the other side. And then that's a buckle is where you attach your reed, which is the mouthpiece. And then you, that's where you blow. Basically, the scent goes to the first open hole mm-hmm. or to an open hole. And that's where the scent comes out. So we're going to go into the opera questions now because we want to hear about this because it's very different from playing the bassoon, being in an opera. How did you get in to be involved in this production of Phantasma? So actually it all started because I'm in this choir called the Canadian Children's Opera Company. Now, the Canadian Children's Opera Company, as it sounds like, is a kid's version of the Canadian Opera Company. So it's a Canadian opera, co- no, it's an opera company that is Canadian. So it's exactly what it is. Or it's exactly what it sounds like it is. And it's for children. Yes. And yeah. so there's different groups in that choir. Mm-hmm. And so the choir I'm in, the group I'm in, is called the PC or the Principal Chorus. And if you're in the Principal Chorus, you get the opportunity to work with the COC, the Canadian Opera Company, as I mentioned earlier. And they will come and ask for child rules, people to play the child rules that they need. So this one was Marcel. So I auditioned. And if you auditioned, they'll talk about it as a group. And then they'll say, okay, these people got in. So I was grouped up with two other people that were also doing it. And so both, all three of us shared the role. Okay, so this is super interesting. So let me see if I have this straight. So you're in an opera company for children and company doesn't mean like business. It means like group of people, like a choir. Mm -hmm. And the Canadian opera company was making an opera and Mm -hmm. there were parts called roles for Mm -hmm. children. And Mm -hmm. so they went to the children's opera company, Mm -hmm. Canadian children's opera company. And they said, we have some roles that we think would be good for you. And they're for children. We think you should audition. And so you auditioned, Mm -hmm. which means that you like prepared something for them and you went in front of a group of people and you probably sang for them and and they went away and they decided who was the best suited for the role and they chose you and a few other people two other people i think you said yeah to share two other people to share the same role of one person so you're three of you are playing the same part in the story in the opera right the same character how does that work how do you share a role with two other people it's basically all about how many performances you'll have. And so we share the role by having one night to ourselves. To so do each person got to play that role in one performance each. Right. Makes sense. So then it's not so much stress for someone who's nine years old to be staying up late all of those nights and going to all well, the rehearsals and all that. Oh, that's Technically, lucky. the rehearsals were... Actually, we all had to go to the rehearsals, actually. Oh. And so every single rehearsal, like, we went really late. <laughs> so you were staying up late for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I never get to stay up late. <laughs> did you, Olivia, did you get to meet the composer of the opera? Yes. In the workshops that we do, mm-hmm. we got to meet him live. But also, since of COVID, we had to do our audition on Zoom. So I got mm-hmm. to meet Ian, which was the composer. Composer. Mm-hmm. Julie McIsaac, which was the director. The librettist, Colleen Murphy. Okay. And the p- pianist, also the music director. 
mm-hmm. Francis. Wow. So you, they were the audition panel. Yes. Oh, and you got to meet all of them. That's amazing. Yes, we, we actually know Ian and we interviewed him already on this podcast. And that's one of the reasons why we knew about this opera. But we also talked to your mom who was on a different podcast episode with us. And she told us that she was. Yeah. I've actually watched both of them. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) Because Ian told us all about this opera and we actually couldn't go because that was the week that we got sick and we were still sick when we were supposed to interview you. It was like different family members sick at different times, but we, we were supposed to go and see Phantasma and we couldn't because we were sick anyway. So what was your favorite thing about being in the opera? My favorite thing was that every time we did, we sang a line and there was something to fix. They would always find a way of not just saying, no, you didn't do it correctly. Try it again. Like making us feel bad about it. They always found a way of making us feel encouraged and happy about what we did, but also telling us here's what you could do better next time. That's an amazing answer. So I was expecting you to say, like, I had a really cool costume or I could stay up late or No, whatever. actually, I was kind of annoyed I had to stay up late because every time it was on a school night. Mm, you got tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that drive me crazy. Sometimes I nearly fall asleep. Yeah. But the best part for you was actually getting to work with the professional musicians. And mm. they were just, like, so encouraging. They also offered us things that we wouldn't normally get, which was, like, they gave us professional, like, adult professional workings with the music director like she would take us into a separate room and coach us with the professionals which is something that you wouldn't normally get which is kind of right so you get to work with really incredible people yeah what an amazing opportunity that's so exciting was there any moment where things did not go as planned during performances what happened and what do you do if that did happen. Actually, that never happened because in Phantasma's performance, I had learned it so well, memorized it so well, that it just was normal for me to just do the right thing. Mm. But actually, in the dress rehearsal, we used these dress rehearsal costumes because you don't want to dirty up your real costume. And so what was funny was that Every time I would sing, the veil that was supposed to go over my head kept falling off because it was too big while I was trying to sing. And so all I did was stand. It'd fall off while I'm singing. I kept singing no matter what, like it never happened. And they'd stop me and everyone would just start laughing. It was actually (laughs) kind of funny. But everyone would start laughing and then... Everything was good. So that, but that didn't happen during the actual performance. That was just in the rehearsals. No, because they actually fitted it to me properly. Because mm. we had our own costume. Okay. And we were allowed to like wear our own veil. It was sized properly for us. And so I actually had something that keep it in my hair. Mm. So that it was kind of painful though. <laughs> so the the problem that happened in the rehearsals. They solved it for the performance, yeah, which is kind of the whole t- point of rehearsals. Yeah, and then so everyone would stop laughing. <laughs> the person that was helping us with the costume just took an elastic, took the veil, and because I used to always have my ponytail, and she tie the ponytail but with the veil on. Smart. You keep it in place. 
it always still fall off my head somehow. Just couldn't get it to stay on. But I mean, yeah. if that's the worst problem you had, I feel like it, things were going pretty well. It was still kind of funny, though, because one of my lines was, thank you. And mm-hmm. my veil falls off before I say <laughs> thank you. And then she puts it back on before I say thank you. And then I say thank you. And it's funny because I'm like, am I either saying thank you in the opera? Or am I saying <laughs> thank you for her putting on my veil back on? Does it always fall off like at that exact part like right before you say thank you no that just happened once and then once it fell off on a cord (laughs) would you like to play a game of opera or cheese 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 do you know how to play this? Oh, okay, okay. I get to search up the words, remember? No, I get to do the words this time. Because you're both kids. So it, it's not like... Sometimes when it's... You know, like when we had Ian, for example, on the podcast, or I think we did this with your mom as well. Sometimes Zara reads the words so that it's more like even the people who are actually guessing have the same amount of information to guess from. But since you and Zara are both kids, I think I'm going to read the words. And you will guess if it is an opera or a cheese. I am looking. Don't look. That's cheating. They're always really like difficult to pronounce. So I sometimes I spell them, but I usually pronounce them wrong because I don't know how to say them. They're in different languages. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first one is... Oh. Ooh. <laughs> there are so many good ones. Okay. Grana Padano. Grana Padano. Grana Padano. It's two words. Opera or cheese. Rana Padano. What do you think, Olivia? I feel like that's a cheese. Okay, okay. I'm also going to say cheese. You were going to say cheese as well. Both of you are guessing cheese. Final answer? You were both correct. Yes! Grana Padana is a cheese. I'm like, that does not sound like a composer name. Oh, it would be the name of an opera. Oh. Like the title of an opera. Yeah, but you're right. It doesn't sound like... Pasta or composer. Pasta or composer is fun too, but this is opera or cheese. <laughs> well, if she sings, so you're opera, right. Though. I mean, she should know a lot of operas. Well, I mean, do you know a lot of operas, Olivia? Johnny Skiki. Okay. Madam Butterfly. Okay, okay. So you you know a lot for someone who's nine, I think. So that's good. <laughs> like none. Yeah, most people, most kids don't know a lot of operas, so you know yeah. a, a lot. Okay. I mean, I know like the opera called Opera and Cheese. <laughs> It's about, okay, ready? It's an opera. Here's another one. <laughs> La Clemenza di Tito. Okay, that's an opera. That's an opera. Wait a second. Both of you said opera immediately. How do you know? Because, it's because like the name La Clemenza sounds like an uh, uh, opera one, but a cheese one doesn't normally, like, you don't often find a cheese that starts with la or like a the. No. Interesting. Okay. Of. Zara, what's your reasoning behind thinking La Clemenza, La Clemenza di Tito is... It's a feeling. It's in your gut. You know this has to be an opera. Okay, can I do the last one? It is an opera, by the way, by Mozart. So, you were both correct. Can I do it? No, can I, I didn't do, do it. No, can I do the last one? No. Okay, the last one is Il Boschetto al Tartufo. Oh, that's an opera. Il Boschetto al Tartufo. 
the face you're giving me is like, you think it's a really good one. I do think it's a really good one. Il Bachetto al Tartufo. What do you think, Tara? Let me see it. I think it's a cheese. You said opera first. Yeah, I changed my mind. What do you think, Olivia? I don't know. <laughs> the tricky one. I feel like this is also cheese. Cheese? Final answer? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a 50% chance of getting it right, so... And you already got the first two right, so you're doing great. What's your final answer, Zara? Cheese. Why do you think cheese? I'll tell you at the end. If you yeah, because you cheated, you silly pants. No, I no, I, I couldn't. I didn't see the word under the thing. I I could see the end of it, and I know that cheese is at the bottom. Sarah has been cheating. It is indeed a cheese, but I almost tricked you. You both got it right, but I saw like when I because I tried to find a cheese that had a long name that sounded like it might be the title of an op. Obviously, that's the point of the game. I, I always I, mm-hmm. I always pick cheese when it's my turn. And I was try- I, I tried to find easy. one. Opera's too cheesy for me. Opera's too cheesy. It's too cheesy. <laughs> Opera's too cheesy for me. I tried- Opera's too easy for me. <laughs> I tried to find a cheese that started with La because, Olivia, you, you said it started with La, La Clemenza, Clemenza di Tito. Clemenza no, di Tito, that's what you say. Exactly. Law could be the beginning of anything. And then I was looking for a, a cheese that started with law. Oh, there is one actually here. What, what, what is it? La vache qui rit. La vache means cow? Yes. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's laughing cow cheese. Makes milk. Cheese. Opera. Opera. Cheese. Opera. Or cheese. We are done today's episode. We are done today's episode. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Olivia. This was super fun. <laughs> and that's it for today's episode of Kids Cue the Music. Thanks for being with us, Olivia. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Sarah. Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.